I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is a bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Now, as ever, let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello, 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 and welcome to this bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Today, we've got something really quite special in store for you, because 2022 marks the 75th anniversary of India's independence. And today, I'm going to take you to meet Ashita Gandhi, who's a Mumbai-based photographer and multimedia artist, who's got a large solo exhibition coming up from the 23rd to the 27th of June, called A Love Letter to My Home. It's at the Nehru Centre in Mayfair, and it's put together by Gabrielle Fine Arts. In A Love Letter to My Home, Akshita's work doesn't only mark the 75th anniversary of India's independence, but it opens up debate on several questions within post-colonial India, including not only its divide from Pakistan in the north, but the division within between the slow-paced traditional old world and the fast-paced modern new world. And of course, it's huge divisions within the social economic structure. But that's enough from me. Please come and join me over Zoom as I spoke to Mumbai-based artist Akshita Gandhi. Are you going to be over for the show? I am booked to fly out on the 19th. So I'm, um, you know, hoping that all goes well and according to plan. And I should be there, I think, by the 20th morning. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Today I'm speaking to Akshita Gandhi and we're going to find out about your exhibition that's coming up. First of all, for anyone that doesn't know Akshita Gandhi, could you tell us a little something about you and your work? Sure, absolutely. So I'm uh, based in Mumbai. I'm an Indian artist. Um, This is going to be my 28th international show. 
um i have been creating art uh, for as long as i can remember and i never thought that uh, this is something that would take off as a career and <laughs> i went uh, i i studied in an american system so i studied in dubai and uh, did my undergrad there so i'm a finance and economics major oh, and yeah. uh, Simultaneously, I enrolled myself in a small art institute, and um, you know, just doing some foundation courses and just studying it because I loved it so much. And it's always nice to get some kind of formal training. And uh, that institute had a gallery, and they started to show my work at the World Art Fair in Dubai that happens annually. And I was extremely shy and a complete introvert, and I didn't want to sell and. very very different and um, you know one thing led to another uh, the response i received was great i was still trying to figure out my style so this really all started in 2015 and uh, well here i am one thing led to another and uh, i knew that this is what i wanted to do for the rest of my life i always wanted to be an artist i just i i don't think i was sure about how to go about it because i come from a business background Yeah. um we've never had an artist in the family we have absolutely no connection with art <laughs> up until recently uh my father said to a friend of his he says i think she draws and paints and i said i do a lot more than that and he's like yeah i think she also takes some pictures so there there was you know really Brilliant. and my parents are like yeah what are you doing why are you going to miami or why are you going to new york and what's yeah. going on are people you know are you just hanging these paintings like the the whole idea was so incoherent to the family so and and you know i didn't know very much either because i didn't have a mentor or i didn't have anybody to guide yeah. me yeah. through the process i don't know what sells i don't know if 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 i'm going to be a complete failure you know this this is so subjective you know the art market is crazy it was all um, unknown territory for me and i think that was really exciting but well here i am so it's pretty exciting you know i'm which is which is nice because uh, we we have a family business so it was always understood that we go abroad we study we come back we join the family business well now i've i've got uh, cousins younger than me who are interested in other fields and because i've yeah. kind of sort of all, i i'm already the black sheep of the family <laughs> i kind of paved the way for them to You're also fragment in the family business yeah, absolutely and how did you find that leap between turning your back on your chosen career and to take on your new artistic one because it's quite a leap if you're already if you've got all of those pressures of going into a family business and I'm presuming that it was um you you didn't just go out on a limb you know you sort of mentioned it to your family and said that that's a direction you want to go in but it must have been quite a leap in the dark to to leave that safety of your career and and jump into the darkness of art yes absolutely because in india uh, of course you have a lot of artists but um it's not really considered uh, to be a stable career because yeah. uh, you know you can either make it or you can completely fail yeah. and um, it's also uh, i i think uh, for a lot of artists if you um, if you only relying on your art you can burn out easily so i actually got um, you know i worked i got I, you know i got paid my salary i ensured that i had some savings before i completely took Uh, a leap of faith because you can really end up broken you know com- 
completely exhausted and then instead of following something you love then you're you're stuck with it and you may not love it so much yeah um so so you know and a lot of people ask me that and i say well you got to be strategic about it and i've always loved art and my mother was um, you know she she used to create a lot of art before i was born and um, i have been going to art lessons since i was i think 3 or 4 years old so yeah. i started off very young and i think there was a part of me that always knew uh, but because it was not really an option it's something that i had not explored but i think as time started to go by and you know when i left mumbai to go to university in dubai and i had all this time to myself um it just the calling was stronger than ever you know it's it's something i just yeah. couldn't deny it something that was and and i i remember uh, you know even having this conversation with my parents and my dad said well, what are you going to be are you going to become a teacher like what are you going to do i mean you're just going to paint like what's going on and i didn't know at that time you yeah, know yeah. I, i didn't know I, and for all you know i can be putting up my works 50 shows later and <laughs> i'll still have people come around and say that uh, this was an awful show it was a complete <laughs> flop you just don't know uh, but i i think yeah and i think it was a risk i was willing to take and um, it was something that um, i just knew i just knew so i i thought about it i spent some time on it and um i started doing one show after another after another and you know i'm just kind of i i think i'm still um testing the waters but um it it's it's been a great journey so far good and it's all about the journey isn't it absolutely your home as you mentioned is mumbai mumbai is loud it's vibrant it's colorful and it's pretty much 24 hours and your work reflects back on mumbai and its society the show you've got coming up a love letter to my home that's taking it one stage further and and you're reflecting back on the 75th anniversary of india's independence could you tell us a little bit about that please yes absolutely in fact um this show was supposed to take place in 2020 yeah. and our theme was very different um but because of the lockdown and the pandemic we had to postpone it to 2022 yeah. and uh, when we were uh, talking early this year we um you know i said it's it's india's 75th year of independence which yeah. is a symbolic year and it's interesting because the show is happening in london and it's happening at an indian venue which is the nehru center yeah. um so why don't we do something that kind of reflects india's uh, post colonial identity um it's also an interesting time for me because i have actually um so the photographs that i will be showing at uh, the nehru center are very different from the f- from from the idea that one has of mumbai yeah. uh when when you enter mumbai it's loud it's um it's chaotic there's honking there's noise there's color there's diversity i have actually much an attack on all of your senses isn't it absolutely it's too much and <laughs> and i've actually photographed uh bombay uh at at the dead of night um in the afternoon i photographed these quaint lanes um you know these uh discreet sort of places yeah. and it's devoid of color it's devoid of people um there's there are a lot of windows doors homes 
uh, that are shot. So it's almost inaccessible, which yeah. is very different from the Mumbai that you see. Uh, but that that is sort of symbolic because we're speaking about the India today. So even though you see all of this chaos and 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 you see all of these colors, um, I think there's a growing sense of um, discomfort with artists, if I may say so, yeah. because of the, you know, we we have um, a little bit of social upheaval that's happening, which is still under wraps. We have a lot of censorship that we're not really speaking about in India, um, but it is starting to emerge. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of takes us back to 75 years when post-independence, not only uh, does India have a post-colonial identity, but also there was, there was a there was an act that partitioned India and Pakistan. Yeah. So, you know, that was a time of religious and social turmoil, which I think we're seeing a little bit of that today. I mean, my works, I think, are primarily questioning if India's really free today. You know, are, are we free? Uh, I don't know the answer, but uh, as an artist, I definitely want to explore it. As an artist, uh, uh, we have, we, you know, we, we are working with a lot of censorship. When I say this, I think I'm representing most of the artists of India today. Brilliant. So, so that, that was one, one of the biggest aspects of, of my works. And uh, because I've, I've been living in Mumbai, but I, I studied in an international school and then I come from a patriarchal society, uh, which is what India is. So yeah. you're sort of questioning what home is, whether you know I really belong here and sort of exploring those personal questions um, as well through through all of my work. So in 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 the fluid series, which are the painting, which are the painting in the mixed media series, you see the color and you see the vibrance and you see the chaos, which is one part of Mumbai. Brilliant. And it's a big part of Mumbai. Yeah. And then you kind of come back to the photographs and you know you kind of see it without these layers. Well, because the, the painting just mentioned that exact word I was about to say your artwork starts to peel off the layers of society yes. once you take off them top layers you start yes. seeing what society is really about and even community is really about then you start stepping into the realms of tradition social tradition and religious tradition and traditions as much as most societies are built on them when progress and technology comes in there's, there's like two balls hitting each other and it's hard yeah. for those to to sort of work together they almost sort of push away like two sides yeah. of a magnet and India is a steeped yes. in tradition at the same time the youth of, of every country wants to embrace the future and what's coming and and the elders try to sort of cling on to the past and it's a it's a strange yeah. old world to try and pin together Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Absolutely. I mean, you couldn't have uh, said it more appropriately, you know. Uh, some of the paintings have um, photographs of temples and yeah. I've used some pastel colors and um, Indians don't, Indians are more inclined to primary colors like reds and yellows and yeah. greens and very strong colors. Um, pastel shades are not very welcome because they're not Indian enough, if I may yeah. say so, uh, because a lot of colors also represent culture. And the pastels have a more Western connotation in India. And so I have sprayed um, a lot of these pastel shades, you know, a- across these temples and things, which which are kind of like a blend of of a tug of war that's going on with yeah. our generation because we've got technology, we've got globalization, we have travel, we have exposure, um, so much more. I mean, you know, we're in the age of the internet and uh, even while we were growing up, I mean, we got cell phones and things in the 10th grade. So it was different. Now, you know, children have cell phones and iPads and they're growing up so differently. So there's like this constant uh, tug of war. And like you correctly said, um, the photographs are kind of Mumbai coming undone. You know, it's it's kind of naked almost because we're kind of peeling off the layers. And when you look at the, the mixed media work, there's got resin and things. So when you look at it, you kind of have this thing that you're oscillating between illusion and reality. Mm. You know, you kind of see it and then you don't and you see it and you don't. But the photographs, you really start to connect and you really, um, I, I, I think that's when you start to, see what this series is trying to show you. Well, the photographs that you're showing, or, or at least one that I've seen, is very fragmented in, in its view. When you look at it, it does look like it's fractured. And that does reflect yes. society, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it does. And I think it also reflects um, how sensitive people have become. Yeah. Um, in India today, uh, over the last few years, I, I remember in 2019 is when I kind of started working on this idea. And I was talking about it. And, um, you know, in school, when we'd speak about this, it was absolutely fine. And now people are almost uncomfortable, because it seems to have become an uncomfortable truth of India yeah. today, unfortunately. So it's it's exactly like that. It's kind of it's fragmented. Um, but it's so important. So there a lot, there's a lot of elements of repetition in the works. There's construction, there's deconstruction. So there's an image and it looks like the image has almost been deconstructed because, you know, I think it's so important that we kind of stop and dig in and, and try to figure out what we're really doing. It's it's yeah. kind of becoming like mass hysteria almost, you know, the way everyone's just kind of following this crazy hysteria no one really knows what direction they're heading in no. they're just heading in some direction it's crazy it's crazy I, you know they're, they're comedians um they're, they're songwriters there are other artists and you know a lot of times when we kind of get together it's the white elephant in the room you want to talk yeah. about it you're not sure but you know you need to speak about it because we're kind of losing uh, the India we kind of grew up in because India is known for its diversity. So it's yeah. it's almost, um, so I thought it was relevant. I thought the show was really relevant for 
uh, many reasons. Even if you divide the 75 years that you're talking about in this exhibition, the first half of those 75 years, since 1947, life progressed at a pace that everyone was used to. But then the second half, since sort of like the, the early 80s, life has moved so quick. And the youth of today, you know, they're trying to catch up. To, today is different from tomorrow. Life is getting so fast now. It, it's as if they're sort of clinging on to the towel of a raging ball that's going in whichever direction it pleases. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think, I think that is definitely something all of us feel. Absolutely. If you, if you don't mind, if we reflect back to your fluids series, and you were showing there the different layers. One was still and calm, and the medium yes. you was putting above, that was giving a, a whole new piece of action and an environment to the artwork. Yes. And this this one sort of, it slows it down visually, but it's you can still feel that, that pace beneath it. Yes, absolutely. I, I think it's almost palpable. And uh, we've got like layers over layers over layers, and there's this crystals and there's gold leafing and there's a lot of like intricate work with markers and ink and and it's kind of it's it's on and on and on so when you kind of look at it you're like okay there's it's got this going on it's got that going on okay and then it's got this okay and it's got that and you know kind of like how you feel when you're here you're like yeah. okay and there's this and there's that and you know you you you're exhausted at the end of the day because that's just how it is that that's that's sort of the vibe and the pulse of the city so the artworks kind of reflect that and I wanted to have a contrast between what we see and what we experience and also what we don't speak about and what yeah. happens in the still of the night so it is almost like a dichotomy uh, almost of, of the place of the work so so yeah that that was that was interesting for me to create and your show is on as you mentioned, it's an Nehru Centre, which is in um, Aldley Street in Mayfair. Yes. And your work, is this the first time you've worked with Gabrielle Fine Arts? No, I've, I've worked with them uh, for about uh, two or three years. I've done several group shows with them, yeah. uh, but this is my first uh, solo show with them. And I bet you're looking forward to it. I and, really am. I really am. And that is from the 23rd to the 27th of May. Yes, that's right. And you're going to be here, as you mentioned earlier, by the 20th to yes, open the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to have an installation um, that is uh, of a blue tarp, which I've actually picked up from a construction site uh, in yeah. Mumbai and we're bringing to London. Um, which, which, which is also an interesting motif and it's recurring in my works because you use the blue tarp in the most expensive residential areas oh, yeah. and then you use the you, you use the blue tarp uh in the slums as well you yeah. know it, it just just to cover um the ceiling so which to me is really interesting because um there's such a wide disparity because of india's capitalist structure and yet uh, there's something there's a blue tarp that kind of unites everybody yeah, and it's, yeah. it's such it's so strange and it's so interesting at the same time and you know every 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 place I photograph irrespective of the 
how expensive or how local the area was. This is the one thing that I saw in common. So I said, you know, we have to get it from a construction site and we have to uh, put it up. And we also have a music piece. Uh, I worked in collaboration with a DJ and uh, we've brought uh, the sounds of India. Wow. So when you listen to it, it, it becomes like a full immersive experience. You listen to some there's some prayers and, you know, you kind of feel like it's opening in a temple and then it kind of goes into these beats and traffic lights and things. So it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting, immersive sound piece. And uh, we have a textile piece as well. So just trying to bring elements of India, of its culture, of its tradition uh, to the show. So for people that have visited India or even have an Indian background, it's going to be a very nostalgic reflection. Yes, absolutely. I hope so. And as we say, that is at the Nehru Centre, 23rd to 27th of May, and that is via Gabrielle Fine Arts. Yes, that's right. All right, actually, Joe, I'll let you get back on with your day. Thank you. You too. It was so lovely meeting you and connecting with you, and hopefully I will see you when I am there. Excellent, and all the very best with your show. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go, Akshita Gandhi. Didn't I tell you it was going to be something special? Well, I know it got mentioned there a couple of times, but just as a reminder, to mark the 75th anniversary of India's independence, Akshita Gandhi's solo show, A Love Letter to My Home, will be at the Nuru Centre in London's Mayfair from the 23rd to the 27th of June and was put together by Gabrielle Fine Arts. And as for this episode, I'd like to thank Tani from T-Burns Arts for connecting me with Akshita Gandhi and making this podcast happen. So thanks for listening, and until next time, ta-da.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.